Disclaimer, this podcast contains adult language. Is there a pound coming in here? Remember football, mind that. Remember Kilmarnock could finish a game with 11 players and now they can't even finish the first half with 11 players in the park. Remember we were 31st in the coefficient rankings and now we're 11th. We secured it last night. The old firm won both their games and now Scotland reaps the benefits of that and we'll have five clubs in Europe. Don't know if it's next season or the season after, but anyway, we'll have five clubs in Europe at some point. Remember I said Motherwell didn't even need to play games to win points. Well, I bet they never wish they had to play that one against Hibs last weekend. And in the words of Thomas Sheridan, a lendous remember speech addressing the Motherwell team. It was pish! It was absolute pish! Good evening and welcome to the Armchair Pundits. Hello there folks and welcome back to the Armchair Pundits with Lester Lindsay and Hammy Hamilton. This week we are going to be discussing all things Celtic across the week. We're going to talk about the Scotland group in which we'll face Israel twice again. There's been a lot, a lot of part throughout the full Scottish divisions and the full pyramid so we're kind of going to go over some of that stuff. And this week's show is going to be different and I know I say it every week but I promise you it will because Hammy can actually string a sentence together this week. Last week he was all over the camp, just couldn't actually put a word together so... Hammy, can you promise that to the listeners, please? I'm feeling fair this week. You're feeling fair. <laughs> I'm feeling fair, aye. No, I don't know what happened last week. I was just a bit aware of the camp. But this week's a new week, new beginnings. Let's do it. New week, new me. Brilliant. So we'll go straight in there. Yeah, a lot, a lot of things have happened with Celtic this week. We'll start off with more riots, because that's kind of, we'll go chronological. Yeah. Start off with more riots where fans throwing objects at the players' buses, trying to get to the player buses. And obviously, as we spoke about St Mirren last week, not following the protocols, Celtic obviously were, because there was three buses, just to make yep. sure they can all be spaced out. So well done to them for that. Um, not the fans, that as I'll say, the players. Again, I think the fans maybe need to have a wee bit of a reality check in terms of where they've been and where they are now. Maybe no attacking your team is the best thing for you. Did you see that guy? Obviously, just assuming it's a guy, I don't know why. But the person who done the banner sacked the board, but I don't know what he was bored. Why he was, Why so he was bold. Bold of I, <laughs> uh, I don't know if he was just raging and he was trying to get the players or something like that to get rid of his boredom, but... but uh, there was a lot, a lot of different banners. Aye. You see the field, the PLC, sack the board, sack the board. Shoot. Shoot the board was the one I was going to come on to. I think that's maybe a bit strong. I No, it's, it's just mad, to be honest. Uh, whoever's done that. Actually, like, see if... The shoe was on the other foot. No, it doesn't need to be because we don't know what team. Let's shoot the fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, is that you actually begin to think is that a Rangers fan? Aye. And if the shoe was on the other foot, like Rangers fan would think, is that a Celtic fan that's holding yeah. that banner? Like they've seen an opportunity and they've seized it. Aye. And now they've got the full country talking about it. Well, there was a. It's based on a, a kind of banner that was going about in the nineties when the, the fans were unhappy with the board. It was shoot the board, and it was AK forty sevens on the. The banner, so I think it's just trying to kind of retake that. Aye, like this is the news. Aye, but um, as I said, it from Celtic. Aye, it was Celtic so during the Fergus McCann. Aye, and all that sort of stuff. Aye, um, 
But I think, no, I think the reality check needs to be happening. You mentioned Tommy Sheridan in your speech at the start, and I think he summed it up quite nicely. And I, this is the first time in my life I've ever agreed with him, by the way. But, like, if you look at where Celtic have been for the past nine years, dominating Scottish football, it's easy to a treble, a treble, treble. Never been done. One game off a quadruple treble, which doesn't look likely it's going to happen. But maybe sack the boards, maybe a wee bit of an overreaction, maybe a knee jerk. Yeah, no, that's just coming out of Thomas Sheridan's mouth, so I just don't... Don't agree with it? I, no, it's not that I don't agree with me, I just don't know what he's saying. I'm just pissing myself. <laughs> I just, the guys... Imagine you actually went in a night out with him. Aye. You don't know whether you would just be like looking at him all night, like, I'm fascinated with the way this guy talks, or you would be like strangling him to death. He's a part of the... Apo- he's a, he's a, the pal that you apologise for all night into it. Like, I'm sorry, I'm used to a bit too many. Aye, aye, I can relate to a lot of people like that, to be honest with you. But then, um, before, sorry, actually before the fans attacked, there was a St. Johnson game. We've just completely skimmed over that, so we should maybe go back to it. St. Johnson Celtic at the weekend. Uh, St. Johnson go 1-0 up late on. Celtic equalised to take it back to 1-0 through LNC. Another poor, poor performance for Celtic. Um, but then they go into that European tie. Last night when we are talking about this it was um, Thursday night obviously and they actually looked very good last night I think I think the shuffling of the squad was good as Mali Soro had a great a great game David Tumble was great yep Klamala was maybe I didn't notice him much but I think but we've spoken about him before I don't think he's a, a centre forward no they can't lead the line footballer. that's just <laughs> the, the bottom line he had even Ewan Henderson as well when he came on Ewan Henderson looked good he was well, really I? good yep. uh, for me Sorrow, man of the match. You aye. said Turnbull. Yeah, Turnbull for me, aye. Can't really argue with that either or, but I mean, fine. I think David Turnbull had a hand in all three goals. Uh-huh. Well, no, it was his feet. Sorry? It was his feet that were involved in all three goals. Oh, right, aye. <laughs> <laughs> the Maradona week episode was a few weeks ago. Aye, fair enough. Um, no, but David Turnbull, goal, assist, was a part to play in the lead-up to the penalty. Uh-huh. Sorrow absolutely dominated the game. Yep. To be honest, I didn't watch the full game. I just seen the extended highlights of it. So, but I mean, Sorrow, how long has he been at Celtic now? Well, we had a debate over this earlier, didn't we? You said what was it on the, the Super Scoreboard? You said they said. Three oh, years, I know the answer. Yeah, and I thought it was two years. So I, I was in the camp of two years. He's been at Celtic, uh, but I for the amount of time that he's been at the club, and for this to be really only the time that you're getting to see him getting sub appearances and that's uh, his first game. I feel like getting almost 90 minutes last night. That's quite extraordinary. Did you say two years? I, I did say two, yeah. Very poor. Very three. poor. No, it's, uh, no, he only signed this year. Did he actually? No, no sorrow. Oh, he has a bit of a daddy, but... Um... Every week. <laughs> Every <laughs> no, week. <laughs> no, but uh, just try to play Leicester and the, the muck there. I actually said three earlier <laughs> on, so we were both away after that. But it feels like he's been at the club longer. Maybe I'm getting him confused with somebody else. I don't know. Aye. Well, well, anyway, the point is, it looked very, very good last night. It did. Uh, can I, it must be Neil learn food for thought. Yeah. Does he continue to play players like McGregor, Brown, Christie in that midfield when he's got players that like when David Tumbles comes in, Sorrow comes in? And this, this isn't a new idea. Fans have been crying out for these players yeah. to be replaced for weeks because they've not been cutting it. And it's basic fun, like fundamentals of football. If somebody's not playing well, drop them. Make them fight for the position. I know, I know. It seems to have taken Neil Lennon far too long to do that. I know, but uh, it's just they're inexperienced. I mean, you talk about Brown. Maybe, I you could drop Brown, but I wouldn't be dropping McGregor and Christie. No. Cause no, because I would. I think Brown's well past his best. He's aye. past his sell-by date. Whereas, 
Christie and McGregor are at the peak of their careers. They're energetic, and you know what they can do. They're I, I, but I think, test. I think, but I think you get what I'm saying there. McGregor, a very, very good player. He's made 300 appearances for Celtic already. Aye, that's mental. Scott enough. Brown, 600. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Christie, probably just shy of yeah. 100 on about there. Um, but in saying, in saying that, and going back to what you were saying earlier, it's probably been the poorest season we've seen Cal McGregor being involved with Celtic. Aye, and he made a mistake last night as well that was capitalised on. Do you know, I didn't realise Timothy Bear was in the pitch till a good 10 minutes in when Julian absolutely flattened him. Aye, that's right. <laughs> bodied him, set aye. him flying. But, uh, he scored as well. Aye, but uh, no, so Scott Brown, I think, undeniably, he's a Celtic legend, right? Mm-hmm. What he's done at the club, he's been the captain of the, probably the most successful period of the club's ever history. I wouldn't go that far, but... When, when have he been more successful? Well, Lisbon Lions, the first nine aye, in but, a row. Right, okay, I'm talking in terms of Trophies, like density of trophies in time. So the amount of trophies that they've won over the last nine years, I don't think there's been a period where they've won that many trophies in nine years. Well, you think nine trophies in the last three years, plus three titles before that? Yeah. Well, aye, you could be right then, aye. And I'm guessing there'd been a couple of doubles in there as well. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. So he's, he's a Celtic legend, Celtic legend. He's got Celtic fans will have a million and one happy memories of Scott Brown in times that he's just kind of been that idol to fans there'll be young boys that he's the person that they want to grow up to be Aye. do you know what I mean but I think it's I think young it's boys to say, that are looking at their Dan going fuck's sake I wish you were Scott Brown Aye. <laughs> but I think it's fair to say that he kind of maybe his time's up uh, at the moment anyway because we see this every year about Scott Brown you remember last year after he had a poor performance in the Old Firm game and there was talk about him he should be going to Australia like he should be getting. A, there was talk about him getting a transfer to Australia and leaving Celtic, and ah, then that's right. there was uproar that no, he's a captain. He needs to be the captain for ten. Yep. Um, but no, just to go back to McGregor's mistake there. That's I think the kind of mistakes that are costing Celtic games now. Is that kind of epitomises it? A ball in the middle of the pitch, no pressure on him, and he attempts a volley on the 180 degree swivel back to the centre half. Doesn't he get anywhere near the purchase on it, and it's easily. Lily get in and Jonathan Iconi with a tap in. Listen, all players make mistakes like that, to be honest. I mean, the other night, I was I was actually thinking, because I watched the Juventus-Barcelona game, and oh. i just seen Buffon having one of the Buffon-esque games. Like just... Bell against Celtic in the, the cup final. <laughs> Don't compare Buffon <laughs> with Bell ever again. No, nah, no, Buffon's never near him, is he? <laughs> <laughs> um... So I was just watching, I don't even know why I was thinking about this, and I was like, I, I don't actually think I've ever seen Buffon make a mistake. So I was like, all right, okay, being the guy that I'm all typed in, Buffon mistake in YouTube, and yeah. I must have got, I got a compilation, so it's obviously some sort of Torino fan or something like that, uh, uh, yeah. has, has made a compilation of Buffon errors, uh-huh. and mate, see when you watch it, you're like, oh my god, Buffon isn't even that great, but it just goes to show you, everybody makes mistakes, Aye. and quickly... I know that I'm just telling you, don't compare Cammy Bell with Buffon. I'm comparing Cal McGregor, who doesn't even play the goalkeeper. <laughs> but I just realised that there. But I just, he quickly made up for it. Frimpong won the, won the penalty. And Took a sole one as well. Aye, that's right. That was Took mental. A one. I didn't think he was going to continue. Aye, Bill Chris Sutton's an advocate for you know brain damage just now. I think it's because he's dad. Aye, yep. for heading the ball and stuff like that. So obviously it was a head concussion or whatever he had. Was it a head knock? Was that? I think it was oh. something to do with his head or his neck or something like that. Okay, okay. I thought it was his leg, to be honest. With you. I thought it was his ankle. 
Is it? Nah, it was his ankle. <laughs> but no, fair enough. Can I start to add? Get my head trauma. All right, all right. Uh, but no, I think the system that Celtic played last night was actually quite good. And having Julian in the back three, he was the one to kind of bomb out. And then Ayer and Duffy to mop up the danger. And I think right. what Julian done, because obviously Duffy's been the one that's been doing that mostly for this season. What Julian done really well was kind of assessing what was behind him. And if the defence looked stretched or overrun, he just gave away the foul. Not necessarily a a bad tackle to get booked, but he gave away a lot of fouls last ah, night right, okay. to just let Celtic kind of reshape, yep. get back into the what's the foot I'm looking for, get back into the formation, defend the set piece, and then build again. It's a great tactic that you see the boy. It's a bit scumbag, right? But it's a great tactic to use. Well, if it they, works. Aye, they might use that going forward. Aye, because usually they've had Duffy playing there, haven't they? The, uh-huh. the kind of leader between those three. Yeah, the, the more central guy who's kind of playing with the ball more. Yep. But now, obviously, as you're saying, it's now been Julian and Duffy. Well, Duffy's that's what he done at Brighton. He sweeped up. Aye, he's not a ball playing centre back. He's just a big monster, and he's that's... not that quick either. I mean, no. he he gets about, he shifts his cell about, but he's not quick. Aye, no, he's not a quick. Whereas ball. Julian is. So is Ayer as well. Like, <laughs> I don't know why Duffy's been avoiding that position. Neil Lennon obviously sees something that we don't. We're just armchair pundits, right? That's all yeah. we are. But that system last night seemed to be the best that I've seen Celtic play in a long, long while. It's an interesting one that you've actually brought to the table because biggest weakness this year and the biggest, like, fuck me for the crumble of Celtic has been their defending. Yeah. The defence has just got no cohesion between them at all. So what you're saying there maybe sounds like it's a tactic. You Aye. know, put Julian out there. You know, if it comes to it, don't put the other two centre-halves under pressure, i.e. Ayer. And Duffy, Duffy yep. take the fill, take Aye. the yellow card, because actually a lot of players just get away with it. Aye, over that, and over and over, yeah. They do, and it's, I mean, it's no right about football, but that's modern day football. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see it at like Real Madrid and stuff like that. Yep. Like, Sergio Ramos does not hesitate at all. I mean, he has to bring the players down. Second, the third most red cards in football history. Is that right, Aye, Aye Sergio Ramos, he's getting G- that, genuinely. No, no, who's second? Oh, I don't know, is it? Who is I it? Don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's. It might be Vinnie Jones. Must be up there with a shout. Ah, uh, Vinnie Jones. Pepe, maybe. No, Pepe. Sergio Ramos more than Pepe. Which is weird because Pepe always had that reputation as the. Ah, the but it's actually it's Sergio Ramos. Ramos. They egged him on. Because <laughs> since Pepe's went. Go on, Pepe. I see. Fucking do him. I know, because I remember when Rangers played Porto and Pepe versus Morelos, and uh-huh. Morelos absolutely schooled him, and I was like, Pepe, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> do you <laughs> feel like he's like 39 now as well? Ah, I know. Right, will we go on to the Scotland group? Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much all we have to say in Celtic in fact I'm going to use a phrase and only because I want to actually know what it means so if anybody listening can let me know that's brilliant you're saying about the Celtic defence it's been all the other place some people would say it's been at sixes and sevens what the fuck does that mean? oh I know so if anybody's listening that knows what that phrase sixes means tweet us at TA Pundits let me know what it's sixes yeah, and sevens means because I've been racking my brains and I cannot think of anything that makes sense is it only when you talk about defence do people use no the just being at six and seven it just means all the other place and I've not a clue what it means being at six and seven what could it mean I don't know I don't, must be don't know because I was thinking if it was just defence or talking about like they're conceding six or seven goals a game now not a clue that's going to annoy me I wish you'd have asked me before <laughs> and then I could have impressed everybody right but if well, you know Get us out of Twitter, at TA Pundits, let us know what the fuck sixes and sevens Is means. it only when you talk about Celtic people say it? Because I hear no, it all the time. No, football in general. Just mm-hmm. sixes and sevens. 67. Aye, right, okay. But that was a good period. But Scotland group. Aye, but they were thinking about the good, I don't know. Scotland group. Scotland group. Right, Hammy, the World Cup draw has been done. We've got probably one of the best groups you could ask for, in all honesty. Oh, without doubt. We managed to avoid the big guns like your Germany, your France, 
you're sparing. I mean, no disrespect to Denmark, because most likely they'll dish us out a scalping, right? But that's possibly one of the best teams we could have got for Potty. Notable you never said England there. I respect that. Why would I? That's right. Aye, Denmark actually beat England. So they've already done us our turn. Aye. Aye, they're Aye. heroes already for us. Aye. Put six buyers, already beat England. So, <laughs> we're enemies, but all foes as well. Aye. Do you know what's actually an interesting fact, right? See when Sweden play Denmark, when Sweden are the home team. Aye. So see how you up the top of the TV, you get three letters for each team. Aye, the abbreviation. The abbreviation, that's it. So Sweden versus Denmark would mm-hmm. be, the letters that are up the top are Sweden. So Sweden. Aye, I knew this, aye. And then the ones that are missing are Denmark. Aye, the Denmark. letters that are missing. Absolutely brilliant. I wonder if that happens with anybody else Mine in the world. is blown. Um, so blown. Denmark, they've actually got a fairly decent squad. I'm saying fairly decent. They've got a squad littered with... Internationals. <laughs> <laughs> Internationals and Champions League players alike. Believe it or not. Um, they've got the likes of Martin Braithwaite, Barcelona striker. Yeah, he was maybe a bit of a surprise inclusion to Barcelona's transfer business this time last year. But, yeah, he's banging them in the Champions League and he's a top, top player. It's a bit of a weird one because he couldn't cut it in Middlesbrough when he was there. That's, I know. That, well, that's what was getting <laughs> said about him at the time is that couldn't cut out Middlesbrough now he's but Barcelona do that with a lot of players. Aye. Mind they sound Paulinho as well. Paulinho I couldn't get it at Tottenham, went to uh, China and then Blatting. Blatting. Kevin Prince. Oh I Kevin Prince. I Sassuolo. Aye, well he used to play with obviously Portsmouth, then he went to AC Milan, then he played with Sassuolo. Oh and, and then sorry. Barcelona. Oh, the team I just... you meant to sign a player called Sassuolo. No, no, the <laughs> Italian team and Kevin Prince Boating signed with them. So they've they always just do that and it always seems to work for them. Because I remember, you know, Paulinho, everyone was like, For fuck's sake, what do you need to do to sign with Barcelona? Just Aye. go down in a downward spiral like, in your career and Barcelona will sign you up. And then it just so turns out that Paulinho was some sort of magician for Barcelona. He was actually a very good player. We also have a Scottish relative one as well. And Henrik Larsson. Left Celtic went to Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. And it, there's a lot of people, I imagine a lot of Barcelona fans were like, who's this? Right. Who's this? Do you know what I mean? But mm. fantastic then. It could be argued that he pretty much won them a Champions League when he came on against well, Arsenal and changed the game. He right? got the two assists that won them the game. The, one, the first one for Eto, and then the second one for Who's the wee right back? The right back, Italian Bellotti. Bellotti, that's it, yep. Was it Bellotti? No, it's no Bellotti. That's Bellotti. Bellotti. That's it. Uh, they've also got Denmark, this is no Barca. Denmark, they've also got Yusuf Poulsen, who I would like to say is Timo Werner's replacement, but he was there beforehand as well. Yep. Just a kind of big physical striker. Similar to Mitrovic, so obviously Declan Gallagher will have him in the back pocket the full game. <laughs> He's the star player. <laughs> Poulsen. Aye. Any? Him or Christian Eriksen. Well, Eriksen actually doesn't play too often now for Inter Milan. I, we all uh, know what type of player he is very for these days player, right? Spurs. But in terms of Inter Milan, I mean, well, you look at when they got to the Europa League final a couple of months ago and didn't start the game and yeah. came on maybe 10, 20 minutes to spare. So it goes to show you that his career isn't at the same heights that it was when he was at Spurs and he was buying them in for um, Spurs in Denmark. But... They're star man, you've got to say, probably Poulsen. Aye. Do you know what we think about Christian Eriksen, right? See, for as long as I've watched football, pretty much for as long as I can remember going to football, Ali Crawford was in the Hamilton team, right? Right. This is going to go somewhere, right? But see the way Ali Crawford <laughs> runs, his hair, everything about him, the way he hits a ball. See, when you watch Christian Eriksen on a pitch, the two of them, you could mistake them. I mean, Christian Eriksen's <laughs> obviously a lot, lot better than Ali Crawford, right? I'm not saying that for a second. So, but... first Cammy Bell and Gianluigi Buffon. And now... <laughs> no, Ali Crawford. You can't help yourself. <laughs> no, I just mean the way they look and they run. And the, 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 
Everyone about them just seems similar. Christian Knights now have a much higher level. The way they, they have look similar on the pitch, right? <laughs> it's my point, for fuck's sake. Uh, they have <laughs> Kiar, who is a centre half for AC Milan. Yep. Another high, high quality of player. This is one of the best things about this podcast is when you pronounce all these international players, you actually get the p- pronunciation bang on. <laughs> like it's not, do you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. because you're so used to playing FIFA. Aye, uh, and do you know it's actually get better over the last few years because it's no longer Martin Tyler anymore. He used to say them wrong. It's now, what's his name? It does FIFA? What's his the commentator's name? Is there no Martin Tyler? Anymore? No, you don't get Martin Tyler anymore. It's Lee that's, Dixon and that's dead weird, that's... Ray. Ray, Ray, Ray. What's his? Derek Ray. What's Martin Tyler and FIFA Eleven when I played it? <laughs> <laughs> Derek Ray and Lee Dixon. You get no. Oh, no, uh, oh, I was going to do the Neymar, Cavani. So for top B, before we descend into madness and FIFA, okay, go for hours about that. But uh, Austria was a top B team, also a cracking squad. Feel like it's a David Alaba at the, the defence. Next to, um, by the way, this guy's got one of my favourite names in football, Big Schlager. Oh, aye. Big Schlager plays yeah. in uh, Salzburg, I'm sure. Aye, when your missus is at the pub, when you're at the pub and your missus phones you, but you're mid-ordering a drink after barman. But she's phoned you, so you're like Schlager. <laughs> I like it, that. <laughs> <laughs> no, just a brown name, to be fair. They've got a lot, a lot of good players. Uh, their captain, I'll give it a go. I, I think it's Boomgartlinger. I think, look it up. It's about 17 letters long. Yeah, like, you've been, you wouldn't be mistaken for thinking it was a village in Wales, if you know what I mean, the way it's spelled. Aye. Maybe a, an absence of W's in there, but no, they've got a very cracking squad. But Celtic's current form. <laughs> then we have Scotland obviously Port C now they've got fantastic players Lyndon Dykes John McGinn you could go to that field team fantastic who's the star for you? Declan Gallagher I have to say it honestly aye Jesus I've seen the pain in your voice there <laughs> have you seen the pain in my voice? <laughs> <laughs> um, they could go days talking about Scotland but no realistic over the best we've been for a while and then we have Israel then we have the Faroe Islands but you're not going to go there, Israel, no? Why would I? Well, I've seen them how many times in the last two years? Five, and it shouldn't it be seven. Shouldn't. Shouldn't it be shiven? It shouldn't it be shiven. <laughs> but no, Israel, I'm sick of seeing them. I can't believe it. Do you know what I'd say to everybody? We're going to get Israel in the group. It's going to happen. It's just we're going yeah, to get them in the draw. And I didn't even believe it myself. When it happened, I was in disbelief because we've actually <laughs> got them again. But all I can hope is that that wee Dasa is injured because I'm sick of seeing him dominate Captain Robbo. Uh, I know. Captain Robbo, I can't believe you've reverted to calling him that now. Well, that's who he is. He's Captain Robbo. Then we have the Faroe Islands in Moldova. Don't really know a lot, but then Faroe Islands have a wee Scottish reference in there because their goalkeeper is Gunnar Nielsen, obviously ex-Motherwell goalie. When he was at Motherwell, it was absolutely shocking. Ah, uh, right, okay, aye. So he knows a bit about Declan Gallagher? No, 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 it was years ago he was at Motherwell. It was during the Stuart McCauley that he was at Motherwell. Ah, right, okay. Um, I think he replaced Darren Randolph. Yeah, and he was in before Craig Sampson. And then Moldova, who Jesus, actually... Jesus, that's a downgrade, isn't it, for Darren Randolph to... Gunnar Nielsen. Aye, Gunnar Nielsen. Aye, not a crying upgrade. Um, but then Moldova is the final group and we don't know much about them either. But you can know. never underestimate the minnows. No, not at all, because that's what I was going to say. Moldova's our second last game of the campaign and you just know for a fact that's going to ruin it for us with a two-all draw. Aye, so it's all looking good. All we need to do is get three points between Moldova and Denmark <laughs> and we do it the most Scotland fashion possible. We lose to Moldova <laughs> and it goes down to a showdown between Scotland and Denmark to qualify. 1-0 up, 90th minute, and then we lose a header <laughs> in the box. Scott McTominay loses his man, we <laughs> don't get through. That's right. how it's going to happen. You heard it here first, folks, at the Armchair Pundits. That's also at TA Pundits on Twitter, by Superb. the way. So, if I had a bit of a laugh at Israel's expense, 
in probably Faroe Islands and Moldova, and most importantly Scotland, right? But in all honesty, how do you think we're going to do in this group? Where do I think we're finishing? We're not finished with Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> no, how do you think we're going That's to go on Denmark out the Scandinavian countries. <laughs> um, I think we'll win it. I think we'll win the group. Top of the group? Uh, yeah. Really? I think we'll top the group. Oft? Honestly? I, I honestly do think we're going to win the group. What makes you so confident? Just, I think we're flying at the moment. I think we've became a team who's very hard to beat, and it's only grown from here. Mm-hmm. Albeit, we got beat after Slovakia and, and Israel in our last two games. <laughs> and Israel, a team that are below us. Yeah, so I in fought four. But, you know, it's football, you need to be optimistic. I believe Steve Clark is building a really strong national team. We've became a team that teams aren't scoring very frequently, aren't they? Aye, which is kind of a problem before because we'd always score goals, we'd always score them, but we'd concede too many, we'd get beat like 3 2 and stuff like that. Yeah. But aye, we've well, seen games out 1 0, 2 2 1 or stuff like that, most likely penalties, but we don't get penalties in this competition, which is my only worry. It's all it's all one off games, isn't it? It's a group. So aye, you, know, you still get penalties. I was like, oh, no, I mean, sorry, I mean penalty shootouts. <laughs> There's no penalties, I just aye. fucking hacked London Dykes in the box. No, you don't get a penalty shootout. Declan Gallagher would love that, just flying in, pulsing. <laughs> Fucking red cards, but no penalty. <laughs> Aye. We also, in our 15 minutes episode, folk, which is going to be up at the same time as this, we're going to discuss who we think should go to the Euros. So give that a listen to as well. Who's on the plane? Who's on the plane? Aye. We've had Tourette's there. Sorry. I said the Euros there as well. I did, I did meant the Euros. I did. Who's on the plane to Hamden and Wembley? Aye. So that will be the 15 minute episode. Ah, for that group, like it's a good draw, undeniably. Denmark is your pot one team, Austria is your pot two team. Austria is probably one of the worst teams you can get for pot two, but that I suppose makes up for the yep. lack of a giant in the group. Uh, I think second is realistically where we should be looking at. I don't think we've got what it takes to beat Denmark over the course of 10 games. It's very confusing how the second place works into it. It's like the top 10 go through automatically and then the other groups it goes into a playoff with the Nations League or something like that. Aye, so some groups have six, some groups have five. If you're six, your second place goes through. If you're a five, your second place might get a playoff place against one of the teams in the Nations League. It's all very confusing. Aye, and if you are third, then you go into second, then first place fourth, and then fourth goes into a playoff versus third, and then third goes into the playoff versus first and second. Am I right in saying that? Aye, I think that's (laughs) it. Who's on second base kind of stuff? (laughs) I've got a question for you, if you're right to ask me about the question for who's going to how Scotland are going to fare in the Euros. If we do get to Qatar, how do you think you would fare in Qatar? Me? Your skin? Oh, mate, I, I wouldn't go. There's not a chance. A ginger over there? Aye, not a, a chance. A ginger? I'd need to wear factor duffel coat wrapped in a, a towel the full time I was there. Aye. That'd be the one competition I would say, no, no chance. It's ironic that you're sitting here drinking iron brew, like a shampoo. <laughs> no, because... Uh, that'll be your sun cream. I went to Dubai once. And it was a horrible experience. It's a very nice place. Like, and it's all, <laughs> it's all lovely. <laughs> I feel like choked there. <laughs> no, I went to Dubai. And it's a lovely place, right? And it's all very wealthy. There's a lot of nice things. But I, I, I was sat in the shade, wearing Factor 58 with a towel over me, and I still get sunburned. Like, I am not built for the sun. Just put it out there, folks. Lester is actually 23, not 103. Sometimes he likes to really, in fact, not really likes to. It just sounds like an old man. He's watched far too much still game in his career. So <laughs> I went to Dubai. It was a miserable experience. Okay, I'll never go back. It was just too warm. <laughs> okay, let's get this week wrapped up with the quiz and the end of epidemic. The end of episode exam. The end of epidemic. I don't know what's happening. 
I've turned into you. My tongue's out now. Jenkins cause we're getting close. We're the... in tier three and you've just got a wee bit excited. So you've got the end epidemic. Now I'm saying it. <laughs> no, it's see going forward. That's what it's called. Because I think the end of the episode exam's a bit bland, isn't it? Uh, it's a bit, it's a bit beige. It was a bit, it was, sounds like two guys like us threw it together when we were trying to come up with a podcast on the first day and that's exactly what it was. So are we changing it? Is this official? It's a bit lengthy, isn't it? Because end of episode exam, I suppose it, is it the same amount of characters as episode? I don't know. So we, we, why don't we do one better? Why don't we call it the epidemic exam? Epidemic? Aye, epidemic exam. It's an epic exam, epic, do you know what I mean? Aye. Aye. That's, mate, that's genius. But okay, that's what we're going with. Oh, mate, I'm, ha- I'm happy you fucked that. Then. <laughs> that's <laughs> the present. Aye. Epidemic. Epic de- oh, it's going to be a difficult one every week, mate. And the ever present epidemic exam. That's all right. Aye, it's all right when you put it like that. But... Right, okay, so we've got a quiz first to get through. You have. Right, it's your turn to do the quiz this week. Ah, hit my average. Of six again <laughs> last week, Destiny uh, never got deviation. See you next week. Can you give me just ten Hamilton questions? Um, seven Ham- <laughs> give me seven Hamilton questions. Right, you'll still get six. I'll get four. <laughs> well, right. you got a Hamilton one last week. Who was a bigger club at Hamilton Motherwell? You, you got it, it wrong. wrong. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. You got it wrong. <laughs> right, okay. Let's get in there. The quiz. You have one minute and you have ten questions. Six seconds a question. Six seconds a question. I've the got time... a time. Oh, I've got a timer. I know, I know, I've got the questions. All the right. time will start. After I finish the first question, yeah. I've got him in charge of that's dangerous play, by the way, because I, I can start it. Right, so the quiz starts with this. Which Kilmarnock player got sent off at the weekend against Hamilton? Decamona. Which Aberdeen player got sent off at the weekend against St. Mirren? Ferguson. How many Scottish teams have EE in their name? Six. Who are the honest men? Oh, here, here. What English team did David Moyes play for? <sighs> dear, oh dear. Oh, my mind's went blank. Everton. Which World Cup winning legend died this week in the world of football? Had to Paolo Rossi. What did the PSB, PSG Istanbul Bajik Shear repla- uh, replay score finish? 5 0 PSG. Which club is currently bottom of the Scottish Premier League? Sinman. Which team is the highest recorded win in Scottish football in history? Pass. Who is the current Motherwell manager? I'll just guess Rangers, sorry. Okay, who is the current Steve Motherwell Robinson. manager? Right, the second last question, I'll get it again. Which team has the highest rec- uh, recorded win in Scottish football history? That's the timer up, but well, I get it. It's like a bit like super scoreboard. Uh, mate, have it. a random guess, just anything you get. Can you repeat the question, sorry? Again? Three times. Okay, which team has the highest recorded win in Scottish footballing history? Rangers. Okay. Well, as I gave it again, you were going to say, you're still wrong. Right. <laughs> so we'll just go through just the to the Rangers. We'll go through the answers. Which kind of Kilmarnock player got sent off the weekend against Hamilton? You were correct. It was Di Camono. Di Camono. Sorry, not Di Camono. Which Aberdeen player got sent off at the weekend against St Mirren? It was Lewis Ferguson. How many Scottish teams have EE in their name? Six is correct. How, how have you got that? Can you name any? Just EE. N's and EE. No, just EE in their name. No, a sponsorship like the phone company. No, no, just just in their name. Dundee. Uh huh. Dundee United. Uh huh. Go with the next game. Give me another 10 seconds or something. Okay, who are the honest men? You said air. That is correct. You're off to a fly. That's four out of four so far, by the way. Is it in the pyramid? The EE? Aye, aye. 
Which English team did David Moyes play for? You said Everton. It's incorrect. It was Preston North End. Um, which World Cup winning legend did football and the world say goodbye to this week? You got that correct. Um, what did the PSG Istanbul Bajikshir replay score finish? It was 5-0. Correct. Which club is currently bottom of the Scottish Premier League? That was St Mirren. Which team has the highest recorded How long in have you waited football to tell me that? What, the, the bottom of the league question? Aye. Oh, ages. I've been Aye. trying to fit it in for every week, but now that it's not Hamilton, I feel like I've probably <laughs> to actually put it in. <laughs> Which team has the highest recorded win in Scottish footballing history? A cover, and I guess, all Rangers. Just honestly, what team would you think it is, Airdrie? No. It was a broth. 36-0 against Bonacord in the 1895 Scottish Cup. Wow. The um, scores back then were crazy, weren't they? Even 36 nil is a bit ridiculous. That's Do you think it actually happened? <laughs> They've just made it up. Well, <laughs> the record keeper was an Abroth fan. Well, if Pelly can make up half his goals, then so can Abroth <laughs> against Bonner. Shot is that shot, is I? No, no, just Bonacord, not shot, Bonacord, just Bonacord. Uh, and who is the current Motherwell manager? That was Stephen Robinson. That was correct. Did so you, you see the video of him? Two seconds. I'm trying to figure out how many you've got wrong. One, two, two wrong. That's an eight out of ten, mate. Eight out of ten. Uh, is right. it a ten? Aye, Stephen Robinson. That was good, aye. Aye. The snake popped out for the bags. Right, how has the snake managed to get out of there? I I wondered the same thing. Because he's lifted a ball and it's just flew out. Doesn't, doesn't it look spring loaded or anything? It might be remote controlled. Well, you know technology these days. A remote control snake? Well, aye. Why no? I, I don't know. So many toilets that you get in Asia, why no? <laughs> See, I was thinking, remember Hornswoggle for the wrestling? I think he was hiding behind the bags and threw it at him. <laughs> Hornswoggle? <laughs> what was his mentor called again? Finley? Uh, I can't believe I forgot it. <laughs> right, well, we go into the end of episode. Uh, sorry, the epidemic exam then. Epidemic end of epidemic exam. Oh, sorry, actually, before we do that, Lewis Ferguson's red card. Would you want to spend a minute on it? Is that a red card? I don't think the second one was worthy of a yellow, but I think the first one was worthy of a red. I think it's one of those incidents where Bobby Madden's realised he's maybe made a mistake and looked for a reason to send them off. Yeah, I agree. Right, the end of epidemic <laughs> exam. <laughs> Mate, we're short for time. Right, okay. So, this week's epidemic exam is as follows. I want you to try and get one, Lester, right? And the there's more than one answer. general public. <laughs> yeah, there's, there usually is, mate. I, um, who was last week's winner? Get his name up there now. Give yours, yours, and then I'll, I'll give you the answer. I'll give right, you the okay. <laughs> so there have been seven MCs that have been part of the Scotland final squads for the most recent major tournaments that we've been a part of. Those major tournaments being the 96 Euros and the 98 World Cup. So see the 23-man squad that Scotland take? Uh-huh. There has been seven MCs, so seven mix. I was Not say, Max. I was going to say, because you can't have, like, I'm pretty sure Eminem was never in the Scotland <laughs> national team or two pack of that. Uh, <laughs> right, so players that had MC, is this anywhere in their name or just at the start? Sorry? So it can be anywhere in their name or has it got to be at the start of their, their name? It's got to be the start. Got to be at the start of yeah. their name. Right, okay. <laughs> MC, Mick, like current but, players, McGregor, McDonald's. McTominay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's, aye. aye. So right, I wish okay. you could say that. Um. <laughs> oh, oh, hey! I'll tell you what, mate. There you Not go, mate. You've got it. Straight I'll tell away. you what, gentlemen. No. <laughs> Alan McCoy's an answer. Aye, it's absolutely <laughs> sensational. You've got it. Alan McCoy's an answer, aye. Aye, it's, let me tell you something. One better than that. 
is absolutely fundamentally an answer, right? So you've got one. The listeners can get the other six. Are you alright? You look at you going to cry. No, no, I just need to give a shout out to last week's winner. <laughs> the question was which Scottish footballing figure has made the most money through contracts alone from a club. The answer was, of course, Sir Alex Ferguson. Congratulations to Beardster12 at Twitter or El Cuneo. I'm not quite sure what you want to go as. If you didn't guess it, Alex Ferguson, you're just a fucking idiot. Did MDLs give an answer? Um, I, uh, at Lackey Martin, guessed Stephen Fletch. Not even sure how. How many days after was that, after the right answer was given? Yeah, three days after the right answer was given and it was announced <laughs> that the right answer was given. Stephen Fletch. Not even Fletcher. Good effort, <laughs> mate. <laughs> very poor, very poor. Thanks very much for listening again, folks. As always, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If it's not five stars, don't bother. Martin's going to leave us a one-star now after that. <laughs> you can follow us at Twitter at TA Pundits. You can also follow us on Instagram. I've no post on there yet, but why no geezer follow? Doesn't do any harm. <laughs> Thanks very much. And cheers, Jim. Cheers, Jim. <laughs>